Good day, everyone. This is Matt, and welcome to the first Overflow Podcast message series of 2023. I'm finally a little bit healthy. I can finally talk and give start this podcast. It took me a while. I'm sorry it's so late. So if you're like me and if you want to start some New Year's resolutions or if you want a fresh start, then this series is for you. If you've already messed up, hey, I think I'm recording this on the 10th of January, or if you want a fresh start, you know what? It's okay. It's only the second week in January, plenty of time to start fresh right now, and we can press that reset button. And most of us need a life reboot. We all need a fresh start. In fact, many times in our lives, we need fresh starts where we just press that reset button. And I need a reset button badly. I'm starting this new year without my dad, and I need a fresh start. You need many fresh starts throughout your life, maybe in regards to your career, your marriage, your education, your finances. You need a clean slate. And that's really what Jesus came to do to offer you is a fresh start. And that's the number one goal of Overflow Podcast, to change lives, to be different than before. The Overflow is in the life-changing business. We want to help people to become what God intended them to be, basically that their lives be transformed. Now, this transformation has many different kinds of names in Christianity. It's called salvation when you first step across the line to open your life to the love of God and ask Jesus to be your Savior and forgive you of all your sins. It's called sanctification when you go, these are the steps you go through in growth and maturity to become the woman God wants you to be or the man God wants you to be. That's called sanctification. This process is also called conversion, a fresh start born again, getting a new life, having a life reset, whatever you want to call it. Now, we've had a big pause or a big time waiting over the last couple of years with COVID. In fact, many of us haven't really restarted yet. Now, God doesn't want us to simply resume your old way of living now that COVID is winding down. But in reality, it's just turning different. COVID's still going to be there. It's not going away anytime soon as variants are very aggressively transmitted, and we need to adapt to a new world. We need a better way to deal with an ever-changing present. Now, God doesn't want us to just resume your old way of living or get to the best that you've lived before. He wants us to reset our lives in a new and higher level. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22 to 24, says this, You've learned the truth that is in Jesus. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. You've learned that truth. The verse continues. So in regard to your former way of life, that means before you had Jesus in your heart, before you knew the Lord, your former life, and the verse continues some more, in regard to your former way of life, put off your old self and be made new in the attitudes of your mind and put on your new self created to be like God, truly good and holy. Now, God is saying here that once you invited Jesus into your life and you've put your trust in him, then there's a process of growth, of change, growing and becoming, and resetting every area of your life. And he says it's kind of like changing your clothes, where you take off some of the old and you put on some new. So you take off the smelly and sweaty and dirty, and you put on, and you get rid of them, and you put on the new clothes, which are fresh and smell good, and make you feel good, too. He said there's things that you should take off and things you should put on. So... How do we do that practically? How do we do that each year? How do we do that when we want to press the reset button on our lives? 
you know, it doesn't matter when or how old you are or where you are in life, whether you're in retirement, whether you're at midlife, or whether you're just starting out or you're in your 20s and your teens and there are different times you're going to need to do a reset. And sometimes you, you can do a reset every year, you know, for certain things. And in this pod, we're not going to go over the steps of how to reset your life. That's going to take us weeks to do that. And we're going to get to that in the future. But at this point, before we get to that, the steps of how to reset your life, I want us to look at four preparation steps. In other words, these are preliminary things that you need to do to get ready for a major reset in your life. So let's get to them. Number one, number one thing you got to do, the first thing is start asking God to do something new in me. So I start asking God to do something new in me. And you don't just ask him once. You show that you mean business by asking him more than once, by repeatedly bringing your requests to God. And, you know, I know when my kids are serious and every parent knows this, like we just had Christmas. And when a child comes up or when my kids come up and say, I want this for Christmas. And if they say it once, they don't really want it. But when they say it three, four, or in some cases, 40 to 50 times, then I know they want it. This is a difference between a whim and a genuine want. And God says, are you serious about changing your life? Are you serious about being a different guy, a different girl? Are you serious about being a man of God, a woman of God? Are you serious about breaking some of those old habits, those bad habits in your life? God's like, I need you to tell me. Now, you might wonder, is it okay for me to ask God to do something new? Of course. God, I want you to do something new, fresh, something different, something unique in my life. Can you do that? Yes. In fact, it's part of the job description of Jesus Christ. Revelation 21, 15, Jesus says, I'm making everything old. No, that's not what he says. That's not what the verse says. I'm making everything boring. No, I'm making everything the same. Again, no. He said, I'm making everything, what? New. I'm making everything new. This is what Jesus does. He transforms life. So if you are tired of your old way of living, this is the person you come to. He makes everything new. Now, a good prayer, a good way to ask God about this is the one that David prayed in Psalm 51. In Psalm 51, he asked God to create a new heart in him, create a clean spirit, do some new work in him. And in Psalm 51.10, the message paraphrase where David says this, God, make a fresh start in me. Shape a Genesis week from the chaos in my life. And we all need this verse. Make a fresh start in me from the chaos of my life. It's not only a good prayer to be the start of asking God to do something new in your life, but it's also very significant, even more so when you realize the context in which David wrote this. When David asked him, he did this after stealing another man's wife and having the man, the husband, murdered. That's a little bit different context, isn't it? I need a fresh start where I just killed this guy and stole his wife. Wow. Wow. Think about that. Adultery, murder, top two sins right there. And he's saying, make a fresh start in me. What that implies, though, is really good news. It implies that you're never too far gone for God's grace, for God's forgiveness. You don't do a bad enough thing that God's going to say, time out, you don't get any more chances. That's the message of grace. God do something new in me because I messed it up before. 
We get so many do-overs. It's unbelievable. It doesn't matter how much we screw up in life. So I made a fiasco of everything. Okay, tomorrow's new. If we just ask God, you know what? I need a fresh start. He'll give it. Let me go off a little bit here. I don't care what you've done. I don't care who you've done it with. And I don't care how long you've done it. You can get a fresh start and a life reset if you just come to God. And the first preliminary to say is, God, I need a fresh start. I'm carrying too much baggage. I'm carrying too much sin. I'm carrying too much guilt. I'm carrying too many regrets. Listen, your past is past. It's over. Did you do some some things? Oh, yeah. But you can't change that. You are a product of your past, but you are not a prisoner of your past. We said that again. You're a product of your past. You've been shaped by the good, the bad, and the ugly things in your life, but you are not a prisoner of it. You can change. That's the gospel. That's the good news. That's what Christianity is all about. There can be a pushing of the reset button. And I get a second chance. I get a new life. I get born again. I get new freedom. And I can get a second chance or a third chance and on and on and on. But you know what? People become prisoners of their past. And some people are so stubborn that they just can't let go of their past. And I just want to shake them and be like, what is wrong with you? Let it go. Drop it. Jesus forgave you. Forgive yourself. We carry so much guilt around with us all the time. And it drives me nuts. It eats you out from the inside. And and if you've already asked God to forgive you, why are you still holding it? Don't you tell your kids, oh, you don't hold it against your kids, do you? Like I know when my kids do something wrong and I and I forgive them, I've already forgotten. The next time they do it, I'm like, oh, they did it again. But that's my weakness comes out. So I try to treat every time that they do something as a, as a brand new time, unless it becomes a pattern, then I try to adapt or try to address that pattern and get rid of it. But we are so stubborn. We just hold on to all of our problems and we believe that we are chained to the things that we've done. Or even if we don't mess up the day before, we just get all sad. I'm like, no, you know what? It's over. You are a product of your past, but you are not a prisoner of it. You're behind, you're beyond that. Now, here's what God says about your past. Are you listening? Isaiah 43, 18 to 19. Here's what God says about your past. Forget the former things and do not dwell on the past. Instead, God says, look at the new things I'm going to do. They're already starting to happen. Can you see what I've begun to do? God says, I don't want you to constantly look at the rearview mirror. You can't drive if you're always focusing on the rearview mirror. You're going to get into an accident. (laughs) The only way you can drive effectively is to look forward to the future, not what is behind you. So all the rest of your life is in the future, not in the past. As I said, your past is past. Don't dwell on it. You start asking God to do something new in me. Do you know why nothing's happening in your life right now? Because you're not asking. James 4, 2 says you don't have what what you want because you don't, what? Ask God for it. Underline that. Star it. Whatever it is. James 4, 2. Maybe you need to reread that. You don't have it because you don't ask. So have you ever asked God for a reset in your life? God, I need a fresh start. I've blown it. I've made a big mistake. Mistakes maybe. Plural. I need a fresh start. You know what? 
well, you're probably not like David. You're just probably an average person who does things wrong. I mean, you know, if God gives David a fresh start after the top two murder and adultery, you're you're going to be okay. You're going to be fine. And you need to let it go. Because after Psalm 51, David doesn't bring it up anymore. He addresses it. He confesses it. And he moves on. He deals with the ramifications of it. But it doesn't come back. You're going to have to start asking God, God, I want you to do something new in my life. And I pray that in the weeks ahead during this series, you're going to be praying this prayer every day. I want you to pray it every day this week. When you think about it, God, would you do something new in my life? I want to change. I want something fresh. Give me a fresh start. Would you give me that renewed energy, renewed spirit, renewed hope, renewed heart, renewed everything? And stop holding on to your past. Stop gripping it so tight that you can't let it go. Stop focusing on your failures. Just stop it. If we hold to the fact that Jesus died for us and forgave us our sins, past, present, and future, that means everything that we've done or will do has already been forgiven. It's already been paid for by Jesus on the cross. So there is nothing holding you back. Why do we continually harp on the let our past guide us in the sense? We are a product of it, but you know what? We can learn. And that's what the amazing thing about us is, is that we can learn and we can change and we can ask God for a fresh start and we can get it. So I don't know where you are, but the first step in preparation is to ask God for a reset. And next pod, we will go over more steps to prepare for a reset. And I'm definitely asking God for a reset this week. I need it. And next pod, we're going to pinpoint exactly what areas do you want to have changed? We all have different areas that we want to focus on this new year. So I want you to do that. So just pray every day. Lord, help me press that reset button. I need a fresh start. I need a reset. And then show me, pinpoint exactly what areas I should be changed in. Well, I hope that encourages you. I hope you will remember that, that you are a product of the past, not a prisoner of it. If that's all you remember, that's great. (laughs) So thank you for listening and God bless and I'll see you in the next pod.